in Lugia, one of the event exclusive attack Aeroblast. Hang on, hang on. That's not how you're supposed to say Aeroblast. I I figured we would just do the big Aeroblast a couple of times in the other episode, and any other time I'll just put like a really almost inaudible hawk screech in the background. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. I put it in. It's so stupid. (laughs) I'm just going to use that. I'm going to sample that. tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Abracadabra, Alakazam, but like, later. Genesect is coming to you, so don't leave your home. An extended staycation calls for war, or just go battle league. That's Zoe with two dots, if you please. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to GoCast episode 85. It's March 17th. It's a Tuesday evening. Wow, that's two or three in a row now, I think. <laughs> Combo. That means next week we got to mess it up somehow. <laughs> Let's see what that looks like. <laughs> anyway, I'm Chris, your host. This week I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. And special guest, Zoe, that's with two dots. Howdy, how we doing? Good. How are you, Zoe? I'm really good. Thank you for having me again, again. Absolutely, again, again is appropriate because it is the third time. So it's a, it's always great to have you. We'll visit with you in just a moment and get caught up with who you are. A little refresher course on Zoe Two Dots. Uh, but before we do get started on everything here this week for this episode. Quick shout out to three brand new patrons, John, Alfred, and Kevin. Thank you three so very much for your support for our show. Hope you're enjoying the Discord, getting in there saying, hey, making new friends, doing the thing. Looking forward to getting to know you in the coming weeks or so. Hopefully a long or so. (laughs) Anyway, hey, it's been a week. We didn't have to miss a week, but boy. It's been a week. Yeah, it has been. It's been last week was was quite the year, wasn't it? <laughs> it really, it really, really was. Yeah. So uh, be- before we visit with Zoe, uh, Mr. Kyle, let's hold ourselves accountable super quick. Uh, oh. We did set goals for ourselves that had to pertain to Aber Community Day because it got canceled after we recorded. Well, postponed rather. Um, so we're not going to count those goals. I'm not going to have them be automatic failures because trust me, this week, just looking at these, we don't need the help. <laughs> <laughs> okay did you no you can't even do the other one because complete special research was your other one I know. <laughs> okay did you uh did you power up your dust noir define power up i don't know man it's your goal you you tell me <laughs> look i'm just trying to to buy time as i'm frantically clicking the power up button right now okay but did it you takes power too up long once? did you power up once he's like he's like level 32 now Okay. Okay. You didn't put any stardust he, into him at all? Is that what you're no, saying? No, no. He was he was level like six. Okay. That so. counts. You said you're just going to power up. You didn't say you were going to max him. Okay. I'll take it. Take the win. That's <laughs> one out of three, Kyle. That's one for one. Thank it's you It's exactly much. 100%. No, you're right. Okay. No, you're right. Hey, congratulations, Kyle, on your A+. Plus. You <laughs> had to rely on a, on a, a postponement <laughs> to make it happen. But here we go. For myself, I wanted to max a Butterfree. I didn't do that. I watched The Mandalorian instead like a dummy before this episode recording. Oopsies. 300,000 Stardust. I'm happy to report that that has happened. 
mostly because I didn't spend any Stardust on powering up that Butterfree. So here we are. Yahoo. 50%. (laughs) 50%. One for two. I stink. Okay, now that that's out of the way, now that we've established that Kyle's a winner, and I'm apparently, I put in 50% of his effort. Yeah, that's what the math says right there this entire past week. Now it's time to visit with Zoe. Zoe, it's been a while. Hi, hi. Yeah, it's been a hot second. It has been. And and since we last chatted with you, hung out with you and stuff like that, while a lot of things have happened in this game and a lot of things have happened and changed for you. So why don't you give everybody that's listening at home that might not be familiar or is familiar and I'm sure would not mind hearing it again who are you what do you do what's up with zoe who are you uh i am zoe two dots i'm pokemon go slash pokemon in general i guess content creator from australia g'day welcome pretty much i've been making pokemon go videos since literally the day the game came out been a pokemon fan since what being four or five years old when pokemon was first created and yeah, just generally have a good, easygoing time over on the channel. A bit of fun, very laid back kind of content creation style. And yeah, last year was pretty crazy. A lot of crazy growth on the channel, a lot of good eggs supporting and was looking forward to a lot more of that this year, but that might be a lot of our solo stuff until further notice with this whole travel issue. Could be, so, could be. But yeah, we'll make it work. We'll, we'll figure things out. <laughs> Awesome. One thing that you also do that you didn't mention in particular, uh, but you stream quite a bit and those are always a party and a half. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Streaming over on Twitch as well. Same username pretty much anywhere. Zoe two dots if you need to find me. Yeah. Over on Twitch doing a lot of like Pokemon Sword and Shield stuff. We're going to be doing so much Animal Crossing in about oh, two yeah. days time. So I'm counting. Yes, it's going to be good. Awesome. Well, we will have links to everything Zoe related in the show notes. So if you are wondering about direct links, we'll have them right there for you. Okay. Well, Zoe, as always, a pleasure to have you. Thanks for thanks for showing up. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So we've got a couple of questions from people in our discord. I wanted to ask you before we got into the episode with all this craziness that has (laughs) to do with news this past week. So a little bit of a little bit of a break from the from the global situation. Uh, Here's a question. What has been Zoe's, your largest cultural shock during your international travels? Oh, always a good one. Uh, So latest trip was to Boston for PAX East. Um, Boston's pretty chill. Boston's really, really good. Uh, I think I'll still never get over the whole tax added later thing that will continue to break my brain every time. (laughs) Um, Everyone seemed pretty like not like mind blown that there were squirrels in the park and I was, that was very concerning that I was the only person chasing down squirrels that were so chill and willing to come up and like almost, you know, they they would have eaten out of my hands if I had food. I tried to lie and pretend I had food. Everyone else was just doing the raids. Everyone's just tapping away being like, oh, there goes Zoe, bless her. And I'm like, there's squirrels. Like, what are you doing? Come on, let's, let's, I don't know. I mean, they probably just see them every day, so... We don't have squirrels in Australia. Um, we don't have like a park mammal equivalent oh, that's like that's awake no. through the day. No. That's sad. So our, our possums are, are chill, but they're nocturnal and they're not in parks. <laughs> that would be if you had a house with it, like went onto the bush, then you would have possums maybe in your yard. Okay. But yeah, not opossums. What sort of pests do you have? Uh, rabbits, I think, are a big pest in Australia. Okay. Uh, cane toads. They're a big, a big issue. Cane Thank you. Introduced toads. both the introduced species, and both are really bad for the native animals. Yeah. Oh my. Well. Yeah. A squirrel's pests. 
Uh, it depends uh, on where the... and when. Uh, okay. um, rodents. So, so like, yes, yeah, for example, we consider raccoons pests based on what they might be doing. Possums the same way. If possums are just leaving you alone, then sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, ju- yeah. just just a moment, just because people hate possums for no reason, a little bit of a possum PSA. They eat ticks, which produce Lyme disease. Yeah, possums are great. They're like immune to every single disease you think they might have. They're the best. Leave those guys alone, man. Yeah, I remember seeing <laughs> when I was really little, there was like a... A, you know, kids TV show was it with like Lamb Chop and Friends and all that jazz. And yeah, <gasps> Lamb Chop. they did a they did a segment on opossums, and I was devastated that Australia doesn't have opossums because I'm like they're so cute and they have this weird little noodle tail and they were like so happy. Yeah. And then every time yeah. I'm online, people just hate opossums, and I'm like, what? But I guess I know. I think they're they're, they're kind of like a hiss, and they they're like, don't touch yeah. me. Yeah, yeah anything that has like an exposed skin tail, you know, that, like, like a rat. <laughs> it's a bad rat, Pe- yeah. People like yeah. mice, but people don't like rats, you know, that's where yeah. they draw the line. Anyway, uh, speaking of monsters with fur, this is a Pokemon <laughs> Go podcast. Oh, we got a couple more questions for you. Um, all these kind of are in a row and they all are asking the same question. Okay. It's an anomaly. All right. How long do you think the game can last? Will people get per- uh, burned out? From their all the events at once model, will the majority lose interest once all the Pokemon on their shiny forms have been released? Do you think PvP will grow enough to save the game? Good questions. I honestly <laughs> think the game can last pretty well indefinitely. I mean, Pokemon as a brand has proven a very healthy, like almost 25 year monopoly on the, you know, cool creatures and collecting kind of genre yeah definitely i think the big thing that people don't consider is that the majority players are not us uh us that listen to podcasts make videos get on twitter tweet at niantic like that is the minority uh the majority players don't even don't get on reddit they don't you know stay up to date with the game in that sort of way so i think for us it may be hard to guess but i'm sure they kind of know on their statistics ends what works and what doesn't like is the crazy event after event burnout or is that just only burnout for us hardcore players or us, you know, people that play a majority of hours, I guess, but we're not the majority demographic. I think it will last. And I think they'll find that perfect balance of not burning us out while still having something stimulating every week for people that are fairly casual. Yeah. I I hope that the game, I honestly, at a bare minimum, it's got a good like several years still left in it whether or not that stays relevant in content creation or is still like, you know, peak for people interested in still watching that stuff. That's a different question, but I think the game overall is still going to be very strong for a while. Yeah, absolutely. I think especially considering all like the newest level of transparency we've seen in the past like year, right? Yeah. I mean, we're always going to get earnings reports and stuff like that, especially if they're good, they're going to want people to know that. But Mm. I think if there was like a big problem, we would, we would know by now though, even if you play a lot, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I think if it was going to go downhill, like, I mean, at the very least, this current health thing is going to be a nice big shakeup for like, you know, the, the game relies essentially on go out and catch them all. And with everyone not being able to go out, like we've kind of seen Niantic immediately evolving to do things to help facilitate playing from home and being flexible and adaptable to change. So I think that's really going to work in their favor for long term if things like that happen. Or if oh, yeah. the game's decreasing in popularity, like they can think quickly and, you know, initiate change. 
Absolutely. 100%. And, and that's a great transition into a very topical conversation in the news section. Uh, where we're going to talk about how Niantic has changed all these set events that are happening <laughs> right now. Exactly. So uh, just going off of exactly what Zoe said, it looks like Niantic is, and I, I threw some of this information at the beginning of last week's episode, but it was rather quick in the delivery. And if you didn't you know, catch any of it, I wouldn't blame you because I listened back. I was like, oh boy, wow, what a sprint that was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's let's reiterate some of this stuff and revisit some of these things because it does deserve more than just me reading it. It deserves a little bit of conversation because it is kind of monumental for the sort of trailblazing path uh, that Niantic and Pokemon Go has set. You know, uh, they're they're actively trailblazing new things all the time, which is really great. So in respect to that methodology of approaching these events, the first thing up in the news section is the Genesect Special Research Story event. Now, we did talk about this before. Well, we talked about it being confirmed. We talked about some rumors and stuff like that. But this event has changed a little bit based on the current global uh, health crisis going on. So uh, let's talk about the actual re Special Research Story event first. Uh, a Genesect-themed weekend event. This part is still over the weekend. So from Friday, March 20th at 8 a.m. to Monday, March 23rd at 10 p.m. local time. Uh, this will feature normal fire, water, electric, and ice type Pokemon appearing more often in the wild. You might see Pokemon such as Jigglypuff, Magnemite, Merrill, Houndour, and Snowrunt appearing more frequently in the wild. A fair amount of good shiny checks. Yahoo! Ninkata will be appearing in the wild and hatching from five kilometer eggs. Much to my delight and Kyle's delight, based on our current maxing goals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're lucky, you might encounter or hatch a shiny one. Ooh. Carablast and Shamut will be hatching more often for five kilometer eggs. One star to four star raid battles will feature various bug or steel type Pokemon. Cool. Two words. Yes, please. <laughs> I'm so excited for bugs. I'm so excited <laughs> for bugs. Bonuses include two times catch Stardust and two times hatch Stardust. So, Zoe, knowing that, what's the next part that is changing for this situation we got going on globally? So, with the special research story events of the Drive to Investigate bit for Genesect, it's changing and then also in some parts staying the same. And thankfully, a lot of it's going to be playable from, or sorry, all of it will be playable from home. So, from Friday, March 20th, 2020 at 8 a.m. to Thursday, March 26th at 10 p.m., your local time zone, uh, we're going to be having that new special research line featuring early access encounter with Genesect. Nice. Uh, it's going to be Genesect's first appearance in Pokemon Go. Uh, within this, you're going to get the drive to investigate metal. Uh, you'll have research objectives that lead to encounters with various bug and steel type Pokemon. There's more bugs for you guys, uh, uh -huh. including Pinsir, <laughs> Scissor, Skarmory, Carablast, uh, and Shelmet, as well as other Pokemon that appear in the story or related to Genesect. Uh, yes. Research objectives, really, really good, that will lead to an encounter with Durant. Congrats. It's usually only available in my hemisphere, the Eastern Hemisphere. Ooh. Uh, I'm happy to share. It's going to save me a lot of stardust in special trades later on. <laughs> One day. That's a good way to look at it. We're also just stealing so, some of your like trade value. Maybe oh, I'll sorry. get a heat more later. Who knows? Uh, Ooh, for sure. Okay. They wouldn't okay. do it otherwise. Yeah. Uh, I'm joking. We'll see. I mean, okay, okay, <laughs> fine. You're right. You're right. You can also get really, really cute. I saw the the picture of these, the uh, Genesect themed avatar items with uh, the bag and the cap they showed off. Really oh, yeah. Trendy. Such like little streetwear items. That hat's killer. Yeah, it's 
quality. Like I want to own it in real life, but I don't look good in here. Yes. Just do it. Do it for you. Do it for you. Just, yeah, just, (laughs) yeah. Sit at home and be like, I love me. Let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) You'll also be getting um, some pretty decent items. So five premium battle passes, three super incubators, three charge TMs, three fast TMs, three incense, three star pieces, one poffin, 15 rare candies, and a glacial lure. Nice. You'll also have encounters with Scyther, Skarmory, Ninkada, Shield on after completing exclusive field research tasks. So nice couple of uh, shiny potentials in there as well. Really quick. Mm. Have you used a Poffin yet? And what was your experience if you did? Used one to kind of make a video on it because I think at the time everyone was (laughs) doing like how to not use a Poffin and get the benefits. And I was like, hey, let's just see what happens if you use a Poffin. It's Good. I think if you were really trying to power level a buddy for like PvP, then mm-hmm. yay, like use it, especially if you're on a day when you're maybe like on a community day, which might not be something that we have for a little while now. But if you're going to be walking, doing rocket stops, feeding your buddy and stuff, and you want to power level that to best buddy for the bonus, sure. But otherwise, like I don't think there's a, you know, innate need to go and buy one for yourself. But if you get a free one, you know, happy days. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm most excited about this for is because there hasn't been an, an opportunity where I've gotten one for, mm. you know, as a symptom of something else, right? I wasn't yeah. gonna spend the hundred coins on it because I have no innate need for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is kind of exciting just for that. I know it's a small thing. I just wanted to hear your take and I haven't had a chance yet. Now there's Kyle. So I've honestly I've had a so I bought two on release just to test it out and I haven't used the second one. <laughs> but I also just keep <laughs> yeah. forgetting to do it on com day. It's like one thing that because I don't use like people don't use it. I'm like, oh yeah, I should have put the right. coffin on com day. I was walking around. Oh well. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be fun for people to try it out at least and see if they like and or don't like it. <laughs> Yeah, I can only imagine there's tons of people that are just like I am, you know, that or similar yeah. situation, you know, that Kyle and I have got going on. So yeah, it'll be it'll be kind of exciting to hear other people talk about it. Then for the ticket details, uh, so if you want to grab one of these tickets to receive a drive to investigate special research, you must, must, must open Pokemon Go during the event. So from Friday, March 20th, 8 a.m. Uh, to Thursday, March 26th, 10 p.m. Again, your local time zone. Uh, after you've collected the special research, you can complete it at any time so there's no rush once you've got it you know purchased the ticket will be usd uh, 7.99 or the equivalent in your local currency not including any taxes or fees that could be uh, applied in the uh, in the shop from your country uh, and it can be purchased in the game shop the tickets cannot be purchased with pokey coins though uh, the tickets can be purchased from when they go live uh, until Thursday, March 26th at 8 p.m. your local time zone. So stay tuned for when they go live, which I believe is right this very second. Yeah. Um, yes, it was right before the show. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and the ticket to the special research story event is non-refundable, no refunds, subject to applicable laws and the extension set forth in the terms of service. Huh. I wonder why they put that in there. I, I don't know. Maybe some specific countries have specific refund laws oh, like australia definitely has really specific refund laws like okay yeah. gotcha. yeah, but yeah. I, I was wondering because i hadn't seen that line before marine if something happened i didn't hear about because mm. i know that they had to talk about the the ticket sale prices in europe because they didn't advertise the yeah. tax price yeah. but that, that's different that's different than that so yeah, yeah. but i think Fair in enough. australia basic like for an example in australia if the product doesn't do what it was advertised to do you are entitled to a refund full stop, basically. Um, oh, wow. 
so I guess if this was advertised as you get a Genesect and then you didn't get the Genesect, you would be you'd have a claim to get a refund, I guess, in Australia. So it might apply to stuff like that, but yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. How straightforward and solid of a law is that? <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what also is pretty good? That not only is the Genesect event being fine-tuned for these trying times that we're all currently in right now, but so are the Cobalion and Lugia special raid weekends. They've been extended. And now, while we're not all going out to do raids at this very moment... Uh, some people do like to play in their car and stuff like that. We would advocate, of course, you do social distancing and exactly what you're supposed to do in your local areas during this global event that's happening right now. But uh, let's get into what the extensions for these two particular raid weekends, weekends in air quotes, entails. Due to current issues around the world, Niantic wants to give trainers enough time to challenge these legendary Pokemon. As a result, both will be available for an extended time in raids than previously announced. Cobalion will be available to challenge and raid battles from Tuesday, March 17th at 1 p.m. to Monday, March 23rd at 1 p.m. That's PDT. It's the usual time of things change for these global events. Trainers will also have a chance to encounter Cobalion as a Go Battle League reward encounter during this time, uh, which is the good change. So if you if you can't get out, you're not comfortable getting out, and really you, sh- you shouldn't be going out in a lot of cases, uh, Cobalion is available as a Go Battle League reward. And also something that I didn't put in the notes, so <laughs> you'd forget maybe <laughs> that the walking requirement for your Go Battle League matches has been removed for, for right now. Uh, and you can also do up to seven matches of five instead of five matches of five. Ooh. So get in there. Do your <laughs> do your thing. Get your Cobalion. But also Lugia. Lugia will be available to challenge and raid battles from Tuesday, March 24th at 1 p.m. to Tuesday, March 31st at 1 p.m. PDT. Trainers will also have a chance to encounter Lugia as a Go Battle League reward during this time. Cobalion will know Sacred Sword, which is no surprise. And Lugia will know the event-exclusive attack Aeroblast. So there's that. If you don't think Niantic's changing these events to help support you and your health, I think think you might want to reassess. This is pretty cool. Very, very cool that they're extending both the raid window if you're still in a place where you're able to raid, but also bring it home. Bring it home. Gold Battle League. Yeah. Yeah. Some cool stuff. Uh, But that's not it for postponements, is it, Kyle? What's the last thing? Last thing, which we mentioned briefly at the start of the show, is that Abra Community Day has been postponed until further notice. But they're not done changing the game because with that, the following changes were in effect. A one-time purchase bundle of 30 incense for one Pokecoin was put into the shop. Incense now also lasts for one hour, and they have a higher spawn rate, about one spawn per minute now. So that's 60 spawns per incense. That's crazy. Yes. If you're not fast catching, it's basically a nonstop stream of Pokemon. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's just like it's crazy. It's overwhelming. It's I've great. So many Pokeballs. I've I had such a stockpile because I was Same. preparing to leave for St. Louis. Yeah. And then now I'm just spending them all finally. Also, half hatch distance when eggs are placed into incubators during this time period. Pokestops will now drop gifts more frequently. So you don't have to spend, you know, 40 Pokestops to get your gifts that you're going to be sending to people. Pokemon habitats will increase and more Pokemon will be appearing in the wild. So they've definitely turned on more spawn points so that more people can have stuff like house spawns and stuff. I've definitely noticed just sitting at home 
I used to have one zero to one and now I have like three or four. Okay. Yeah, I've got like five or seven around here. I usually got three. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh, fancy. So that's, that's not too bad. Yeah, what are you sitting on, Zoe? Anything good over there? Uh, I've pretty much gone from two to three, but they are refreshing way more quickly. So it's awesome. I guess the difference of the the respawn rate is really really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, these are these are all incredible changes happening over multiple multiple different sorts of events. Oh, last thing before I ask you two exactly what you think about all these changes. Last big piece of news that has to do with postponements. We finally have official confirmation that not only is St. Louis been postponed until a later date, but so has Liverpool and Philadelphia. Uh, they've all been postponed until further notice. Hopefully pre preponed. What's the opposite of postponed? <laughs> Rescheduled? I don't know. Uh, I, does, does postponed have an opposite? They've always been poned. Poned. Yeah, it's poned. been poned. They've yeah. been saying it MMOs for years. Yeah. <laughs> true. True. Uh hopefully rescheduled for a future date that we can all enjoy sooner rather than later. Um, but you know, if you guys were still wondering or kind of like on the lurch about, you know, the other two events, they have been rescheduled. Uh, until a later date or will be rescheduled again no word on GoFest. i think it's a safe bet that we won't hear anything about GoFest until this global situation is under control so yep that should be about it but question for the two of you what do you guys think about all of these changes that niantic is making to all these events do you think it's enough do you think it's too much do you think we're crossing a a line somewhere where maybe people are going to get accustomed to a different type of play like where is your head Ooh. at? So wait, what about you? I think at the moment, the one thing that's lacking and that I've been seeing people comment about is the ball situation. Um, I'm sure they're probably working to address that as well in terms of like, wow, these incense, like as you're saying, are amazing, crazy amounts of spawns, but everyone's depleting their ball resources if they're on lockdown. I think there are a few pe- like features players might get really accustomed to, like they're not having to walk for go battle that's been really nice but at the same time hopefully by the time this is all kind of like done with everyone's just like desperate to go outside for a walk and Mm -hmm. you know we can ease back in without it being like yanked from under the rug like you know oh god i have to walk for this and then uh no no my spawns have been nerfed again and i'm I'm sure they're gonna try and ease us back into regular play once it's appropriate Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. hope so. People are going to have some serious withdrawal from yeah. all these spawns we've had. Yeah, definitely. Kyle, you, what, do you, what else do you think? Besides the Pokeball situation, do you think maybe some of these changes are too much? I actually wanted to bring it up, so I'm glad you did, that I'm kind of worried because some of the changes are too good. They're like <laughs> they're too <laughs> good to be true almost. And I'm worried once you know everything has calmed down hopefully and we start to be able to go back to normal Mm. that the player base is going to experience incredible whiplash no matter how gently niantic does it and people are going to be like why can't spawns always be like that yeah you know stuff like that right now it's great like they're great changes but i'm worried about how the community is going to react in the end I think it's going to have to be something where it's like, okay, we're easing back out, you know, and it's going to be depending country by country as well. But in the sense that when it's safe to do so, like, hey, guys, like Pokestops are dropping crazy amounts of items. Go out and explore the parks because there's crazy spawns in parks, like making that shift of you're still going to have amazing things, but you need to go out to get it to kind of like 
you know, you pacify, what do you guys call it in America? Get the binky, like get your dummy and like, you know, kind oh, of e- ease uh, everyone like pacifier? a little. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, give everyone their little pacifier. Wean, they call it a dummy. Wean them off. You got to yeah. wean, yeah, wean oh. them off. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, yeah. get them in like, oh, outside's great. Like be- being back to normal <laughs> is great, but the normal is now better in a sense. Yeah, I, I, I think that's brilliant. Yeah. The encouraging people to go to parks because the spawns are better there is, mm. I think that's brilliant. They should do something similar to that. I think one of the things that's going to be like no going back or shouldn't be going back, though, is that walking distance for Go Battle League. Yeah, it's going to be hard. I'm kind of curious about their profit, their their numbers, because with the no walking, I guarantee more people are spending premium battle passes to do Go Battle League. Oh, yeah. So I wonder if this is going to encourage them to have an even smaller walking distance to get people to be doing more go battle yeah i'd love it even if it was just 1k like walk 1k for the entry because yeah. maybe it's more Honestly, feasible or more accessible for people who didn't want to do it before i don't know honestly i don't mind the 3k i just wish i could stack a full day's worth at a time if i could stack five sets i'd be fine i don't i wouldn't care i have to walk for them but the fact that i'll probably walk 10 kilometers for a day at work sometimes Mm-hmm. But I only get to do two sets because of it. Exactly. I totally agree with that. Yeah, 100%. I think it'd be kind of cool if I could go for a hike for like, you know, 10 miles and not have my phone over, maybe on a place with like bad reception or whatever, but had my phone tracking my steps or my watch mm-hmm. or whatever. And then you know, like lay down at, like in my hotel after like, you know, a day of hiking on vacation or something like that and be like, I've earned these 20 matches in a row, you know, instead yeah. of just five or 10 if you manage to get yourself in the right spot. Like, yeah, that's a, I think that's a brilliant idea, but I don't think we're going to ever see a situation where they keep the zero because it goes against their, their ideologies, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking as well. Like it'll never line up with their core tenants. Yeah. The core values. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Whatever they were again. (laughs) (laughs) I keep Get out and go (laughs) social and the third one that I forget every time. Is explore and exercise or or one of them. Yeah. Explore, exercise and community, I think. Yes, something yeah. like that. Yeah, this is definitely a crazy, crazy time. It's cool to see Niantic being adaptable. This is the first time that they've really kind of mm. changed events based on a global situation like this. So it's it's really cool to see them doing that. But if you've been keeping your finger on the pulse lately with how transparent and how, how vocal Niantic has been with their uh, user base, their trainers, as it were, um, I don't think this is as surprising. I think it's still great. We should still celebrate it. Mm. Um, but... Yeah, I, I'm not surprised that Niantic stepped up. I think that's great. They're, they're the company to do that. I'm more like surprised and impressed that the Pokemon company is being so adaptive as well. I think for oh, a yeah. company that's yeah. been notoriously has a particular way to do things and they like their process and how things kind of go, I like that at least it seems the things that Niantic has been suggesting to be like, hey, we need to like shake this up now or else, like that that's all going through and happening so quickly. That's been amazing so yeah massive high five to niantic for pulling it off straight up yeah the amount of approvals i think they need to go through it moved yeah pretty quick con- considering the situation yes exactly well hopefully you dear listener are enjoying these temporary changes and you're living your best pokemon life from the safety of hopefully your residents uh, and that's it for news let's move on into gear up so this week on gear up we're going to talk about sacred sword yay or nay Mentioned it earlier, Kabalion is getting Sacred Sword. It's his signature move. It's also the signature move of the other three Swords of Justice. 
and we finally have the data, whether it's any good or not. And what is that data? It's going to be 55 damage, 33 energy, and a 1.2 second duration. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's bad. I was going to say, is that good? <laughs> it's, uh, we'll get there. It's fighting type, for those who don't know. For comparison, dynamic punch, kind of like, you know, the cream of the crop for fighting type moves when you're talking about raids and stuff, is 90 damage and 50 energy, but 2.7 second duration. So it's twice as long to get one off. And it's more energy. The numbers are really good. It's a, it's a really strong move. But does it really matter? Because it's on Cobalion. We've been <laughs> talking about it when Cobalion hey, came hey, out. Hey, hey. <laughs> Damn, those are fun easy, words, I mean, you know, this is wherever you stand on how Cobalion is as a Pokemon, stats-wise, he's not so great. But forget about the stats, because that doesn't matter. He doesn't know a fighting quick move. Oh. So because Cabalion doesn't know a fighting quick move, Sacred Sword does nothing for raids. Now, it could be a good thing for PvP. I've said before on the show, I don't know those numbers. I'm not going to pretend to know those numbers. <laughs> but Sacred Sword is basically a fighting type body slam. So it's going to charge like crazy. So maybe okay. Cabalion will have a use in PvP. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. But what about the rest of the family? They're all fighting type, right? Terrakian, we know, really good rock type attacker, has the same problem as Cabalion in that he doesn't know a fighting fast move. So Terrakian will probably be next to get Sacred Sword, and it's not going to really matter at all. No, no. Be good against ice types because rock and fighting is super effective against both, but just bring something else like you don't want to keep <laughs> you don't want to keep sacred sword on him just for that one niche scenario look if people want to flex this is how they flex appropriately though right i mean if you want to unlock a second charge move on your terrakian you do that yeah. once secret sword is out it's not just want to make this clear it's only out for cabalion next up is verizian big surprise there's no fighting fast move on verizian either <laughs> So Ooh. it's not going to matter at all. Go get him, Verizian. <laughs> <laughs> but but Verizian, Verizian has pretty decent coverage for PvP from what I've seen. But I think it only knows tackle as a quick move, which is awful. No, Verizian only knows tackle just like Galarian Weezing. Yeah, or maybe wow. it might know quick attack. It might. Be, it's one of those two normal type okay, well, fast well, quick, moves. Quick attack ain't tackle. It no, ain't but better. they're both pretty bad for PvP. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll agree with you there. <laughs> That's a yike from me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lastly, there's Caldeo. Caldeo is another sort of justice. It's not out yet, but... It does get access to Sacred Sword in the main series games, and it's sort of, you know, the signature move of the whole team, so why not talk about it? Sacred Sword on the moveset that Caldeo knows, like, in the game's data currently, will be amazing. Like, yeah. how amazing? As in, second best fighting type amazing. What? <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> like, what yeah. kicks Machamp out of the... Oh, oh yeah, sorry, Machamp. If, what? if this happens... Which, you know, the moveset for Caldeo could change. This is definitely possible. Well, okay. But if it happens, it will be just under Lucario with Aurasphere. Okay, okay. So in a dream state, in a in a crazy, perfect world, right? Where 
we've got all these moves on the right people and stuff like that. What does the fighting top top five fighting types look like? Where is Machamp and where is Con Kilder? Uh it's Orosphere Lucario, Caldeo, okay. Kelder, Machamp, Machamp, and then like like Hariyama is fifth, I think. Mm. Something like what that. About I think so. Breloom, man. Breloom is like <laughs> sixth or seventh then. Somewhere in that. <laughs> Me too. Oh. <laughs> Man, I ran to somebody. I ran to a Breloom with Grass Knot in PvP the other day, and I'm like, "Hey, buddy." Hey, <laughs> <you doing>, <laughs> <laughs> I totally didn't realize that Keldia was uh, water fighting. I just, I never even looked it up. Yeah, it's Kel- Keldia is yeah. a weird Pokemon. Yeah, it's, it's it's a My Little Pony of Pokemon. But hey, if it's going to be the best fighting type, so yeah. second best. But Keldia's signature move isn't even Sacred Sword. It learns that just because it's a sword of justice. It has its own signature move Ooh. called Secret Sword. It's fine <gasps> line. Very, very fine line. <laughs> it was hiding sword. behind <laughs> the Secret Sword. <laughs> Nobody knew it was there. So who knows? In in some future where Secret Sword comes out, Keldeo could be the best fighting type in the game. So Secret Sword is also a fighting move. Yes. Okay. 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 Spice. So Sacred Sword. Not that exciting for Kabalion, but at some point in the future, it might be an exciting move now that it's in the game. A couple other Pokemon can learn it in the future. That's going to be pretty cool. Samurott can learn it. Aegislash, personal favorite, can learn it. So that's going to be oh, really exciting. Oh, no, we can't be Is friends. He... Well, excuse <laughs> me. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> you don't like, but Aegislash? Slash is like my third favorite Pokemon. Oh, no. I know. Everyone loves it. It's my most unpopular opinion that I'm like, nah, it's it's like (laughs) F tier for me. I'm like, ah, But but why? Look, I I thought. I I find it's boring design, but everyone loves it. It's a sword. I'm sorry. Everyone's entitled to their loves. Do you do you dislike other inanimate objects? No, I love Klefki, man. If anyone says Klefki is bad, I'll fight them in the street. I'll fight Ow, them in the no. street if they say Klefki sucks. <laughs> oh, Klefki is a terrible design. Klefki is so cute. <laughs> no. It's such a cute. How, wait. Wait. <laughs> design or concept? Design. Because if you say concept, they're the same concept <laughs> as the sword. No, no. I'm okay with inanimate <laughs> okay. object design or oh, I love his design. Klefki's I design. I don't like the design. See, like, Age of Slash is growing on me a little bit. I still, I think it's better than Sork and Throw. I think they're still my least oh, babies, I but I just don't like the Burton sword. Burton Ernie? <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody told me that once a long time ago. I know it's a pretty common thing, but I've never been able to unlearn that. Like, it's just constant. It's my head I, whenever now, I see yeah. those two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so we want to look forward to Sacred Sword in round four, but not before that. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately. It's good to know. Good to know. Keep that in my back pocket. Won't pay attention to Sacred Sword for over a year. Okay. <laughs> But, but think, thanks, Kyle. I, I mean, I'm still probably going to try to grab a Sacred Sword Cabalion because exclusivity. Just in cases. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Who knows? Maybe, maybe there will be a Sylph Cup where it'll be like golf. And the worse you do, points wise, the better. Oh, yeah. Sign me up. Cabalion, just, <laughs> just face plant through that entire cup. Let's do it. I have no idea how that would work. But I do know how this next section is going to work. Normally, this is the space where Pokalore would exist and live. Well, <laughs> evicted. See you later, Pokalore. <laughs> it's time to do a little surprise trivia. <gasps> oh, no. 
Yes. Yeah. It's been a while since we've done a little a little head to head. Poor Kyle. He never knows it's coming. Although I think he's guessed by now that if there's a blank spot in the, <laughs> in the notes, Chris has probably put a trivia game there. All right. So, Zoe, yeah. uh, you've probably heard us do this before, perhaps. Don't want to assume. But also for those listening at home, I'm going to explain the rules and how trivia head to head works. There's points. There's crying. There's cheering. There's uh, uh, threats of, of, of actual not threats of violence, but just, you know, a, a just <laughs> aggression. Yep. It's competition. This is how it works. I'm also adding a rule this time. Oh. We'll get to that in a moment. Ooh. Uh-huh. I'm making it making it special, making it spicy, just just for our special guest. All right. So this is going to be uh, a set of 10 questions. Each person gets five. The answer of each question is the name of a singular Pokemon. Each question is comprised of three statements uh, that are descending in order of difficulty, but also point values. So if it's your turn to go first, Zoe, let's say, for example, I was going to ask you a question. And the example I always use is Charmeleon. Charmeleon is the answer. I will say, OK, for three points, uh, here is the sentence. The yellow version Pokedex entry reads tough fights could excite this Pokemon when excited. It might blow out bluish white flames. At this point in time, Zoe, only you can answer. Okay, so just just really quick, there's a three point, a two point, and a one point sentence, right? Um, yeah. If it's too difficult, you can say, "Give me the two point, and I'll read you the two point, and you still get to answer." So you get more info but less points. Exactly. Yes, okay. and they get easier and easier. For example, the one point okay. for Charmeleon is this fire type Pokemon is a second stage evolution and sports a horn like protrusion on the back of its head, like pretty. Pretty much a gimme, right? I think I say this is an evolved form of Charmander. <laughs> Take this your point is and get out. Charmeleon. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you if you decide to go for the three point and you're like, I'm pretty sure I know this, but you end up not knowing it, oh. that gives Kyle an opportunity to answer for the question. In which case, he can then either answer on the three point or pass down to the two, and he can steal cool. your points. Yes, or vice versa. Now, the extra rule is normally I will give you guys a theme for these questions and therefore it'll help kind of focus it a little bit more. But instead of a tiebreaker question this time, like I normally have ready to go, extra rule. If you can guess the theme, you will earn three points and you can guess at any time. (laughs) If you guess incorrectly, you lose one point. You cannot Dang. answer, or sorry, you cannot guess unless you have some points. <laughs> if you hit, if you hit zero, you can't just start guessing. Okay, I'm okay. not keeping track of negative points. Stop! This is happening. <laughs> okay, all right. So uh, I'm I'm going to give it to you guys. There's ten each. Does somebody want to go first? No, I can go first. So you can. Kyle see set an example. Being done. Yes, let's do it. Okay. Okay. So, no, actually, hang on. There was one in particular that I didn't want Zoe to answer because I thought it'd be a dead giveaway for her. Oh, no. Target okay, no. Does that mean I won't get it? This is, <laughs> this is yours. This is yours, Kyle, the one that I thought of. I thought of. Yeah. Okay. I won't tell you where it is, and I won't acknowledge what Zoe just said. <laughs> I, I couldn't hear it, so it's okay. Oh, good. Good, good. All right. So, First question, Kyle, it goes to you. For three points, this Pokemon has the lowest base attack and defense stats of all fully evolved Pokemon. Oh, wow. Also, also, these three-point questions rely on some main series games knowledge because that's how you make them hard. 
Well, sure. But like, see, if you just said lowest attack, I would have known the answer to that. Oh. But attack and defense. Yeah. What? Oh my god! Without a theme to go on. Yeah, yeah. Are they yeah. at least? Are they at least Pokemon that are in Pokemon Go? <laughs> uh, let me do a quick little. Yes, each of these Pokemon are in Pokemon Go. Okay, I did I'm that gonna, on purpose. I'm gonna go for the two point question. Okay, for two points, this Pokemon can use its fluffy fur to sense sadness and will rush to anyone feeling sad or ill. Oh. Wait, hang on. Hang on. I, I know what line it is, but oh? I don't know I don't know which which one. Oh wait. Okay. Uh, do you? No, I do. I I I, I definitely I'm pretty sure I know. <laughs> okay. You wanna risk it for the biscuit, Kyle? What's up? Uh, is it chancy? No, it is not no. chancy. <sighs> Alright, Zoe. For two points. The steel. Uh, you can also ask me to reread any sentence okay. if you would like. So it was the lowest base attack and defense of a final evolved Pokemon? Fully evolved, yep. Fully evolved. And then it's fur. What, go again for the middle one? This Pokemon can use its fluffy fur to sense sadness and will rush to anyone feeling sad or ill. <sighs> hmm? See, now you've given me a steer because of what I joked about, but I think that's not relating to this one because fur. Um, I think it's Chinchino? Oh, uh, that is incorrect. Do I get a chance to steal it back? <laughs> yes, you do. It goes back to you for two. Is it Blissey? It is Blissey. Oh, dang it. I should have just, yeah. You were very close. I didn't hear. I forgot that you said evolution. Yes. <laughs> uh, for the one point, just just because I wrote them, <laughs> this final evolution <laughs> is a female-only species and resembles a nurse, both in appearance and no. demeanor. <laughs> there you go. I All right, Zoe, Blissey your turn. About sadness. <laughs> she does. She does. You think she wouldn't have time for it? Blissey's always very busy, but I guess here we are. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Zoe, <laughs> your turn. Question number two. For three points, this Pokemon can learn more priority moves than any other Pokemon. Priority moves. Define. Yes. So. Define priority. So priority moves are moves that like quick attack oh, that like, have a higher yeah, priority yeah. than Sorry, other people. Higher. Uh, yeah. Yes, but also it has fourteen. It has fourteen priority moves. Twelve, which increase its priority, and two, which decrease. Wow. What? <laughs> um. Fair. <laughs> one is a little late. Chris is very good at making the thirds the first one. Yeah. Ambiguous as heck. Uh -huh. Most priority moves. Uh, be things like what, like oh. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm, I'm thinking on a family, but I don't want to commit. I'm going to ask for the two point, please. Okay, the two point. Unlike other Pokemon in its evolutionary family, this Pokemon's name is not derived from a famous person. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> see, now I don't want to give away spoilers, but is this in the English name is not derived from a famous person or it's yes, Japanese it is name? The, it is the English. Actually, any language... It, it is not derived okay. from a famous person. And the rest of its evolution line is. Yes. Uh, I should clarify. I think there are, uh, I think the lowest evolutionary form in this family, that's the way I'm going to put it without giving anything away. I think the lowest form does not. Hit him on top. The answer is ding, 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 hit him on top. Yes. Oh my God. I'm so good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hitmonchan. I'm like, who's got famous Hitmonchan. names? That was Hitmonchan, Bruce Lee. 
but like yeah, yeah. oh okay sure. oh my mm -hmm. gosh yahoo the Woo! first point question because it has words in it i can't <laughs> pronounce this pokemon uses a fighting technique similar to capoeira a brazilian capoeira. martial art capoeira <laughs> thank you uh it's not like uh capybara yeah yes the capybara uh, fighting style <laughs> I'm so into it. Just roll over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a Brazilian martial art that often involves spinning one legs in the air. One's legs in the air. Not one. <laughs> one leg. One leg. <laughs> Just helicopter with one leg. Yeah. That's how you win. Love it. Love it. Okay. Mr. Kyle, your question. Question number three. For the three points, this Pokemon and its pre-evolution shares their category name with Zapdos. Uh, for example, and just well, well, actually not example, but but uh, to remind everybody, category is like when we like do the, uh, like like the electric P bird yes. Pokemon or whatever. Pikachu, mm. the electric mouse Pokemon. Electric mouse is its category. Yeah, but like, isn't Zapdos's category like super generic because it's from Gen One? <laughs> it could be. Yeah, it could be. Is this Pokemon and its pre-evolution? Yes. And its pre-evolution, or in its pre-evolution? This Pokemon and and its oh, pre-evolution. Okay. okay. Uh, that was a good clarification. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna need that second question. Okay. All right. Well, for two points, this Pokemon is the only member of its evolutionary family without some physical relation to an AC power unit. What? Is that way? Do you know? I think I just Hang heard on. you. I, I hear a I know sound. I'm gonna yeah. snipe it so bad. I'm gonna snipe can you, this. Can you repeat that? My brain did not fully comprehend. Yes, that. you can want you the two point that? sentence again? Okay. Yes. This Pokemon is the only member of its evolutionary family without some physical relation to an AC power unit. Okay. Okay. So. How about that one point, Kyle? No, I, I know. <laughs> no, I, I, I know steal. what it was. I'm just repeating this stuff to me. I'm making sure I've got mm -hmm. it before I say it, because mm -hmm. I should have had the last one too. Yeah, shoulda. Uh, I mean, I, I got it, but only by luck. Is it Electabuzz? It is Electabuzz. Oh, ding, ding, ding. Of course, it's another <laughs> Gen One Pokemon generic <laughs> category, isn't it? Your line of thinking was was spot on. <laughs> you you brought it down to Gen One Pokemon with. A very weird, <laughs> really weird uh, hints. Yeah, the one point sentence for this question was going to be: This metal evolution has major beef with Scyther. Oh, okay. that's just an anime can reference. I... That's it. <laughs> can I guess the theme? You can. You <gasps> can guess the theme. Be very careful. If I might remind you, if you guess incorrectly, you lose one point. I'm prepared. Is okay. the theme family of Pokemon with with babies? Ding, ding, ding. That is that is the category. <laughs> that is the category. Yes. Okay. okay that's cool. that's a cool three points in Kyle's pocket. All right. I will give you guys a an update on the scoreboard after this next question, which is going to Zoe. Hmm. All right. Question number four. For three points, Zoe, this Pokemon has the lowest based attack and defense of all ice type Pokemon. <laughs> well, so here's a very the thing. similar question. <laughs> <laughs> now, also, remember, guys, now that you've correctly identified the theme, you also have that Yeah, to exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's there's two options then. It could be Smoochum or Jinx mm. as the Ices. But which one? Wait, what was the full question again? Sorry. The uh, sentence was, this Pokemon has the lowest base attack and defense of all Ice-type Pokemon. All Ice-type Pokemon. Okay. 
Okay, I know my babies. Let me just think slowly. <laughs> okay. Because Manta likes flying and or just water when it's a bubba. Smoochum is ice psychic. The only other bebs are... I'm not going to say them out loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, now, here's the thing. Like, when it evolves, does it lose points? Or is it... Oh, I'm going to risk it. I'm going to say Smoochum. And that's the answer. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, it is thank Smoochum. <laughs> it is Smoochum. That's a cool three points for Zoe. So we're Ooh. currently sitting at seven for Kyle and five for Zoe. Dang it. Looks like, Kyle, you have an application to slip up at least once. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, the other two <laughs> sentences were, for two points, being very conscious of its appearance, this Pokemon will check its reflection when given the chance oh. to make sure it is not dirty. And me. for one point, <laughs> it me, uh, one point, this small humanoid Pokemon resembles a baby. It has a large head with blonde hair that reaches its shoulders and has large bangs. There are several tufts of hair sticking up on top of its head. <laughs> bangs. Smoochum, the cowlick Pokemon. <laughs> Do they have a different word in Australia for bangs? Fringe. Fringe? Fringe. Yeah, man. Isn't that what we put on our surreys? On your what? Sir, that was an Oklahoma, the musical reference. Oh, I apologize yeah. to everybody right <laughs> now. No concept. <laughs> I'm committed to not cutting that out, but that was awful. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you like have like a side fringe or like a you know a left part okay. in your like you know side fringe or a full fringe for like the gotcha. full bangs or whatever you guys call it. Gotcha. gotcha. I guess I've bangs. heard the side fringe before. Yeah, kind of like fringe. Fringe is more appropriate. That makes more sense to me. Right, Mr. Kyle, it's your turn. Question okay. number five. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, well, we'll see if that's true. For three <laughs> points, no other Pokemon has the same type combinations as this Pokemon and its evolved form. A unique baby typing that's in Pokemon Go. There was a problem with something you just said, but I'm not going to tell you what it was. What? But it's, it's, a, it's a family with a baby. There you go. I, I know. I, I'm just thinking, <laughs> thinking of the babies and unique typings. Oh man, I'm so bad at knowing which ones are unique and not. Bummer, bummer. I'm, I'm pretty sure. You might find more relief in the two-point question. Just no, saying. No, 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 no. Hang on. So I'm, I, it's clearly not Badoo because grass fine. Pikachu and that line is electric, so it's not that. Mag, no. Elecule already did. Smoochum, no. Uh, oh, what if he double dips? Are there rules against double dipping? I mean, that would be that'd be impressive if he found that'd be spice. Questions like that's something Chris would do. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he did. Hey, three points, three points. It's it's uh, it's war. <laughs> I don't. Could you could you repeat it one more time? Yes, for three points. No other Pokemon has the same type combinations as this Pokemon in its evolved form. So, evolved form, baby. Gotta make a I, call soon here, Kyle. I, I need, I need the second older. question. I need the second <laughs> All right. question. Two points, two points. Whenever this Pokemon spots a pure-hearted person, it tends to go to that person and shower them with happiness and glowing down called joy dust. What? Yeah. I mean, I have a guess. I had a guess before this. Now I'm just like... Is that a thing this Pokemon does? And which one in the line is it? Hmm. 
Okay, well, I'm gonna take a guess here because that didn't help me too much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is it Togetic? Ding, 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 it is Togetic. <laughs> yes, it oh, is. Like... It is. Fairy flying is a unique typing? I didn't, I didn't Fairy know Fairy flying is a unique typing, yes. And the reason that the first three-pointer actually gives you more information is that uh, Togepi doesn't have a unique combination, so it does identify it as the middle evolution. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, for one point, this middle evolution, there you go, design uh, appears to draw inspiration from a fairy, a baby bird, and an egg. The best egg. <laughs> one of the best eggs. Uh, all right. It's your turn, Zoe. Ready? Question yeah. number six. For three points, this Pokemon has a connection with the Pokedoll. Oh, the Pokedoll. Oh, okay. Like visually? Or like, okay, well, look. This Pokemon has a connection with the Pokedoll. <laughs> look. <laughs> look, then I should be. Oh, God. Oh. <sighs> I. I think I know. Because I think think I know, know, but if it's just a connection or if it's literally... uh, I I will say... Actually, you know what? I won't say. Don't say anything. (laughs) Sorry. I was really harsh on Kyle. Last question. I can't can't do this one. Okay, I'm going to risk it for the biscuit. All right. I'm going to go with, hopefully you mean literally directly not literally via evolution etc and different stages and say clefairy mm-hmm. ding 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 it is clefairy yeah. oh yes. thank goodness okay. yes 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 that <laughs> would have been dirty if I had done clefa yeah. or clefable yes, yes. I mean, the wording was, okay. it's related yeah. the wording is there okay what I will what I will say is that for these three points they are very difficult but I do try to make it so that three points you could you can kind of get to which could stage you know yeah. Uh, so for two points, in the original pilot episode of the anime, this Pokemon was intended to be Ash's starting Pokemon. And in the one point category, this Pokemon is the very first fairy type in the National Pokedex. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Nice. That was good. Three points to Zoe. You guys want a, a, an update? Yeah. I'm keeping track, so. <laughs> Kyle's got nine and Zoe has eight. Dang it. Okay. You guys are getting real close here. Yeah. Okay. So question number seven, Kyle, it's your turn. Okay. For three points, a social Pokemon known for its playful and mischievous demeanor is usually found in groups, often touching tails with other Pokemon of its kind as a show of courage. Touching tails. Mm-hmm. There's only like, there's only like three baby Pokemon with tails. Okay. Can you repeat it? Yes, this is an awkward sentence. I'm sorry. A social Pokemon known for its playful and mischievous demeanor, usually found in groups, often touching tails with other Pokemon of its kind as a show of courage. Courage. I don't know. Which... I'm gonna... Gonna risk everything here, probably. Okay. Okay. I don't know how many biscuits it's worth, but okay. All the biscuits. Oh, goodness. <laughs> probably will lose it. Okay. <laughs> Zoe gets it. Is it... Is it Meryl? Uh-uh, it is not <sighs> oh, Meryl. All right, Thank Zoe. you for clearing out my potential wrong guess as well. <laughs> See, you, you thought that was it too, didn't you? <laughs> I was thinking like e- either, and this is not my answer because I'm going to snipe this. I was thinking either Pikachu family or Meryl family, and I'm like, oh. 
Mm. You mean Pikachu and Blue Pikachu? Exactly, Pikachu yeah. Blue Pikachu. Pika Blue. Blue Pikachu is a good one, yeah. Pika Blue. So do you want to go for three points? No, no, no. I want to okay. risk it for the three points, man. I'm going to go right. totally... Okay. Because I know that Azurel is a bit of a sook, so I don't think it's out there high-fiving tails as a sign of <laughs> courage. <laughs> the courage thing seems more electric, and I feel like Pikachu would have a more distinct dex entry, so I'm going to say Pichu? Was that, was that Pikachu, Pikachu or Pichu? First Pichu? baby baby is correct oh, oh my god oh yeah and that with that zoe, in my own head. zoe gets the lead uh-oh three more questions kyle and you guess the theme what are you gonna do buddy <laughs> i'm gonna see now here guessing the theme worked against me yes so. it kind of did there you <laughs> go just yeah that is, that is true. i was kind of hoping that somebody would identify the theme <laughs> later on but yeah. hey it, it worked out uh for two points for this one for pichu this pokemon is the only playable generation two pokemon in the super smash brothers series and for one point this baby pokemon is inept at storing electrical energy and may discharge if amused startled or subjected to shock pichu really is the best Aww. yeah yeah all right, uh, Zoe, you just won, but it is technically your question. So number eight, uh, for three points, this Pokemon appeared in three games before its official generational game release. Appeared in three games before its official mm -hmm. three generational. Three Pokemon games. Okay. Yeah. So like translation, it was in three games before the gen that it actually belonged to came out? Yeah, so for example, okay. like three side games that weren't like a main series game per uh, se before its main series game. I know that was a really weird way of saying it. Generational game release is a strange way no, of phrasing that, but yeah. But yeah. So not necessarily main series. They could have been like Pokemon Snap or something. Yes. <laughs> Glad you have this question. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Like, okay, so it can't be like a. It's probably not a Gen. When all the babies are Gen two, um, but Snap was before Stadium was before. Uh, I could take a mad gamble. You could take a mad gamble, and you do have but the lead for it. I might play a teeny bit safe and go for the two-point question. <laughs> okay, the two-point hint is this Pokemon has the highest HP of all unevolved Pokemon. Okay, I think I know which one that is. Okay, uh, okay. Considering it makes a nice little appearance in PvP in Great League somehow and still manages to win. I think I oh god see like I, steal like, yourself you know what Zoe. it has to be but it's like you still doubt yourself <laughs> where did it appear in side games that's interesting uh I'm okay the highest HP of any non-evolved Pokemon yes Munchlax surely ding 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 it is Munchlax oh, surely what? and indeed <gasps> it is I was gonna guess the wrong thing for that first question <laughs> I know one of the I know one of the side games off the top of my head. I looked at the whole list today earlier, but Pokemon Dash was one of them. Okay. And I think like Coliseum think was, or something yeah. else. I'm not I feel sure. like it's on the front of a Mystery Dungeon game as well. Oh, I think Mystery Dungeon's the answer, not Coliseum. I would have never gotten that. Oh my god. <laughs> For one point for Munchlax, it would have been this Pokemon tends to store food in its long fur, although it sometimes me. forgets about its hidden food. <laughs> Oh, that's, why, that's why we have pockets in the also front of our me. hoodies. Yeah. 
Its stomach allows it to eat nearly anything, even rotten food, and is indifferent to flavor. Nice. A little bit of a frat boy in Munchlax. Nice. Last question for you, Mr. Kyle, which means it's question number nine. Are you ready? You got to land a three. I mean, even if I land a three, it's it's not going to matter except for the last. It's going to come down to the last question. It will. Well, you got to land a three for it to come down to that question. Right. More effectively, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, for three <laughs> points. You ready? This Pokemon lures prey with a sweet aroma. The more toxic its poison, the sweeter its aroma becomes. Well, hang on now. And that doesn't tell me which Pokemon it could be from the line. <laughs> it does. There's no way. A couple of these. Uh, well, this one doesn't get repeated in each of the Pokedex entries. The whole line is grass poison. <laughs> hmm. Uh-huh. Um, Thank I you. I wonder which one has this as de- a defining feature. I mean, I've got it. I mean, I know the line, so I have to take the guess here because I need the three points. Is it? Is it Roselia? Uh-uh, it is not Roselia. <sighs> Sorry, there, Mister Kyle. All right, Zoe for three points. <laughs> Put this man in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> Cremate him. Um, oh gosh. But then, which one? Can you read the question again? Yes, I can. This Pokemon lures prey with a sweet aroma. The more toxic its poison, the sweeter its aroma becomes. Oh, would a baby want to lure in prey? Isn't that dangerous? I mean, in the Pokemon world, it might. Mm. Like, could you imagine a budgie just being like, ah, come here, munch, and just like (laughs) consume some. Yeah. It is rather Pokemon-y. Yeah. Or is it the big, big boy flex? I feel like it's a smarter choice for Roserade because that seems more of like a lurey things in thing. The baby ones usually have something really wholesome and, and cute as their Pokédex thing. So is that your say Roserade? <laughs> yes, it is Roserade. Oh, ding, ding, ding. Oh, that's oh, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say if you guessed wrong, then it gives Kyle <laughs> three points. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Flip my table. I'm sorry here, Mr. <laughs> Cobb. Maybe two points and one point will make you feel a little bit better. For two uh, points, this Pokemon is one of the only two third stage Pokemon, which can be obtained at level one, the other being Porygon Z. And for one point, this Pokemon has an appearance that incorporates features of roses and masquerade attire. Oh my god. Aww. <laughs> Those two are dead giveaways, both of them. Well, given the state of the scoreboard here, I'm going to go ahead and say that question number 10 is no longer necessary and that I will save it for a future day, which means I'll have to come up with a fun new theme for that one. Uh Uh-oh. Reconstituted. As the scoreboard stance, we've got Kyle with nine points and Zoe with 19 points. Wow. Wow, the G's. Okay. Hey, Zoe, congratulations. I probably should have <laughs> known you. better. I picked a baby theme. <laughs> baby mark. Look, I'm going to be honest. If Kyle hadn't guessed the theme so early, I would have been struggling through just about every single one of those potentially. Oh, no. I, I think you would have gotten it on the next question. The electric one, I got the idea, but I totally forgot about having to guess the theme after the second question. So Uh, They're a little bit involved. They're distracting. Yeah, that's fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Well, congratulations, Zoe, and better luck next time, Kyle. Uh Thanks for uh, not agreeing, but doing it anyway. I appreciate that. That brings us to the Poke Poll. Last week's question, when you can't leave the house, in what ways do you still enjoy Pokemon Go? Oh, before we get started, Zoe, you want to answer the question? 
Oh, okay. Uh, sure. What ways do I still enjoy Pokemon Go in the house? Uh, at the moment, I guess the incense and the Meltan boxes are insanity. Um, and I like just doing like management, big tidy ups when I get home from doing stuff. So clean out my darn storage. All right. Are you are you one of the people who constantly sits at 3,000? God, no. No, I'm, I'm okay. delete oh. every, camp delete just about everything. Me too. Maintain yeah. some tidiness. Just, just delete 300, 400 at a time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Somewhere along That's the great. way, that got away from me, and I just can't get back to equilibrium. Look, pass me your phone. I'll sort it out. Okay. Yeah, do it. <laughs> if we ever if we ever get to meet up, although. <laughs> yeah. After <laughs> we'll see, our countries let us move, yeah. Yeah. So the first response from Julius said, my response to the Pokepole is incense and lures. But then again, I don't live near Pokestops or Spawn, so I'm out of luck. Well, not right now. You're not working out great, I'm sure. Splin- Splinterius uh, says Splinterous. hashtag. I'm oh, sorry, Splinterus? Splinterous. Splinterous. Splint. Splinty boy Sp- says <laughs> go battle league. <laughs> uh, maybe put on an incense for a little while. Sort through my inventory and storage. Do a few power ups or watch some of my favorite PokeTubers on YouTube. No wash. That's you. Good combo. That's, That's me. You. Hopefully, yeah. I don't know. He's like team boycott two yeah. dots. Like can't stand. Oh yeah, it'd be awkward. Yeah, he he likes everybody else except for you. I guess I don't know that. Just, yeah, come on. He doesn't Splinter. like Australians. No, that's not true. Oh man, I, I, you know what? Oh. Out, of, out of all the things for people to dislike, I've never heard that out of anybody ever. Really? Well, that's good. No, no, we don't Thank talk a lot about Australians over here, though. To be super honest with you, you guys are kind of out of sight, out of mind. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, James said by listening to podcasts, watching vlogs and praying for drift. And then in that response, there was also an attached picture of uh, this player, James, it perfectly between like three or four stops like just outside the ring. Oh, no. I didn't see that picture. Bummer. Justin said, finally clearing out my Pokemon storage. I went from having about 75 open spots to now having 250 with more still to transfer. Oh, my. There you go. Yeah, got nice. me beat. Mahalo High says, well, today I'm enjoying the grind towards level 40, which could happen tonight. Yay. It's a perfect time for the free incense and increased spawn rate. But like everyone, I'm growing tired of Mankey uh, in the future. His cry <laughs> will probably remind everyone of this historical event. Thank goodness we are out of the idea of fighting event for you now, though. So yeah, diversity, hopefully. Congratulations, Mahalo High. She did hit level 40 since writing this yes. answer. Nice. Yes. nice well, welcome to level 40. Congratulations. Congrats. Big flex. Uh, Alaria said, I love going through my inventory at home. Sometimes that means going through and transferring mon I've had saved since 16, 17, and 2018 in hopes of triggering a lucky trade. I take a deep breath and give them on a Kanmari thank you before transferring. Oh, man, I think I probably said that wrong. I hope <laughs> I didn't offend anybody. I also use this time to rename Pokemon I want to use as buddies to earn candy for evolving. I also send gifts when I'm at home so I can update my spreadsheet of which group of friends I want to focus on leveling up. You said spreadsheet, and I'm just so on board right now. <laughs> yes. <Just> immediately, <laughs> Chris perks up. <laughs> spreadsheet? <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's quite a bit of organization. I'm just kind of like, well, I, I caught it. this Pokemon today. It's not 100%, so I guess it's gone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fire Drillin said, I will usually clean my storage at home. I've had several transfer 1,000 plus moments, oh, but I still nice. managed to have more legendaries with non-legacy moves than I know what to do with. 
I will also occasionally watch some of the PokeTubers like Nick, Holly, and Zoe. That's you. So that That's is ex- <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Though that is expanding to Maddie F Baby and a few other PvP focus. All right. As well as reading the many articles by JRE Seawolf about the upcoming slash current Sylph Cups. Yeah, shout out to all those PvP content creators out there. That's that's hard work. Yeah, man. Dude, I would struggle without it, like legitimately. Oh my god. People ask yeah. me and I'm like, Mm-mm, let me let me refer you to someone who knows what they're talking about for PvP. <laughs> exactly. That's that's <laughs> that's pretty much our opinion. Like I struggle participating, let alone teaching somebody else what to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This week's Pokepole, what does being a successful Pokemon Go player mean to you? Which achievements or milestones do you find most impressive? Ooh, good question. Chris, what do you think? Okay, well, so there's two questions here, right? So what does being a successful Pokemon Go player mean to me? I think above all else, man, I'm going to steal the easy answer, uh, the lowest <laughs> hanging fruit. I think the easy answer is that you're still having fun or finding ways to have fun. No, I'm serious. No, I'm serious. And, but, but I find that. (laughs) Okay. We're done here. See you guys next week. Uh, uh, and I think, I think to kind of define that down a little bit, like, what do I mean by fun? Cause it's pretty, that's pretty vague. I mean, in any way that you're enjoying the game and, and yes, I kind of mean this in a way that some people might not like, if in playing this game means you take risks and you break rules, then that's how you enjoy the game. If you enjoy this game because you play it straight and narrow, then that's how you enjoy this game. I think you're successful as a Pokemon Go player if you participate in the game and find something that you enjoy. So, fun, I don't know. Fun is just so vague, right? <laughs> I, I like I like that last statement, though, because that's, mm. that's sort of my answer in terms of being successful. If you're as long as you're participating with a game like Pokemon Go, you're successful. If you went out and caught two Pokemon on your lunch break versus the player who played eight hours on their day off, it doesn't matter. You were still successful. And that's that's how I always see it. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But for the second part here, this what is um, which achievements or milestones do you find most impressive? I think. That any sort of metal or any sort of number that doesn't rely on you spending money consistently, um, I find that to be really impressive. So like a high jogger medal uh, is always super duper impressive to me. Pokemon caught, like there's some people with insane Pokemon yeah, caught numbers that yeah. I'm just like, what are you doing? How are you even doing that? And that's just mega impressive to me. But I'm going to stop talking because I'm stealing a lot of real estate here. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else. Go, go, go. Uh, I guess to add into like the, yeah, to add into like what you were saying about, you know, being successful in like, you know, having a good time, I guess to piggyback on that. Yes. Uh, And then also I think you're a successful Pokemon Go player if you're, you know, in a position to be inclusive and welcoming to other people in the community. Uh, If you're willing to like add a raid, tell someone like, hey, have you got this Pokemon? It's going to be like way more super effective than that one, like in a nice way or like, teaching and sharing with people i think that's a really um a really big thing that is you know not always lacking but we always see like the negative stories if things like that are like oh someone was at a raid and said that my team sucked it's like you know if you can be that big good egg and like hey i taught someone a thing today in pokemon go i think that's a really awesome measure of success in whatever capacity that is yeah definitely and then that's a great answer 
as long as you're having fun and being a good egg, I think that's, again, you're successful. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then achievements and milestones. I think we're talking like pure numbers and stuff. I'm always really impressed by like some of the crazy walking or like distance moved ones. And especially like, you know, based on someone's ability where it's like, yo, I'm in a chair and I've rolled something thousand kilometers. And I'm like, dude, getting out there like rain, hail or shine, or, you know, I work full time so I can only catch on the weekend, but they've got some crazy catch stat. Like I think those kind of things are really interesting to me. I don't think I have much to add to the successful part because I agree very much with what you two said, but for achievements and milestones, catches, and then also berries fed. Yeah, I love that one. When I, I remember the first GoFest I went to before I was really like getting into the game and somebody like said they had like, you know, 280,000 berries fed. I'm like, <laughs> what? what do you mean? 280,000. And they held up their phone and then they won their shirt. And I was just like, what? Where do you live to even get that many berries? Like, <laughs> what? They live under a berry tree. They live under a quad lord stop that's also a gold <laughs> gym for them. Like, what are you? Oh, my wow. God. Yeah. Yeah, but that was, that was overheard in the pool during those trivia calls at yeah, GoFest. Yeah. Oh, man, there were some nutso uh, just achievers in that group. Yeah. Wow. Because <laughs> I'm currently sitting at like 3,700 berries fed. Yeah, I thought by my like my 60K berries was was <laughs> decent. That is. It's so tedious. How do you but do like it? 200. That's why it's impressive. Because ah, it's free stardust, basically. I don't know. That's pretty impressive all the same to the rest of us filthy yeah. normies. I, I swear. <laughs> But anyway, dear listener, if you have an answer to the question slash questions, what does being a successful Pokemon Go player mean to you? Which achievements or milestones do you find most impressive? You can answer that question when you post it on social media, such as Facebook and slash or Twitter or on Discord. If you're a patron of ours, more of a Patreon at the end of the show. Um, but you can also leave us a voicemail at 262-586-7717, ring, ring, or write us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com and speaking of emails 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 this first email is from randomus prime zoe you got this yeah man uh so randomus prime says love the show good job guys uh i am pretty much a solo player and have not accumulated much in legendary pokemon I was loving the Battle League, uh, but I'm growing bored at fighting the same Pokemon over and over. Giratina, Togekiss, Swampert, and Mew. I literally fought the same set twice in a row from different trainers. I know in the main series, certain Pokemon are banned on the Versus. I think Niantic should consider this for Legendary and Mythical, since not everyone has Mm. access to a group to raid these. I enjoy Ultra League the most with my team of Torterra, Slowking, Scizor. I just hope they rebalance this a little more. Uh, I really enjoy the Battle League, and I've had a 61% win rate. Nice. Uh, I just think that it will be a bore fest soon if they don't throw some changes up. Nice. Cool. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I actually withheld one of the Discord questions for you because it matched up with this email quite well. And it was uh, to get your opinion on the current state of Go Battle League and uh, what your go-to in Great League is. So based on this email, Zoe, like, how do you feel about the current state of affairs in Go Battle League? Do you think it's balanced? Do you think they need to impose some restrictions like Sylph did? Like, where's your mm-hmm. head at with this? I hope that going forward they do. I think that maybe because this is technically the season one and we had such a long preseason that it is going to feel like very samey 
for a hot second before they, you know, potentially implement no legendaries or doing themed cups or if they start, you know, aligning with Sylph stuff. I don't know. And definitely for me, my interest started to dip off like Great League. I was like, whoa, let's go. Ultra League, I was like 50-50, but I was also on holiday mm-hmm. on rural Wi-Fi, so I wasn't able to really get a good feel without losing 40 straight matches because of Wi-Fi issues. <laughs> yeah. um, and then Master League was just, yeah, like World of Tanks. It was not not super enjoyable for me, and I think I'm guilty of using that. I didn't use Giratina, but yeah, Togekiss, Swampert, and something else I was using. But I wasn't having the best fun with Master League either, so I'd like to see either, you know, themed cups or certain changes or if something is just entirely OP that that one Pokemon gets, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard because then it's like, well, where can I use my legendaries then? Except for in raids. You can't put them in gyms. You can't do a lot else with them. And my Great League team at the moment is uh, Marwile, Venusaur, and uh, Azumarill, and I love them. I I refuse to use, like, the the meta. I don't want to use legendaries. Yeah. Says, says the Azumarill user. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. It's the one where it's like, well, you kind of have to. But like, I'm not, yeah, not going to use Registeel. I won't use Skarmory. Like, they're not ones that interest me, oh, even though they're like Altaria. I don't want to use. It's not Pokemon that I find. Use Steelix. Registeel's been slapping me in the next my week girl, for man. the past month. Uh, Marwile. Munch, yeah? munch, munch. She's amazing. Sell me on Marwile. What's up with Marwile? Okay, at the moment, so at the end of last season, I had Marwile with Ice, Ice Fang or whatever. Uh, because mm-hmm. no one was using Registeel anymore. No one was using Skarmory. And there was so many grassy boys. It Like the ice move eats Altaria alive, um, which is really, really good. And then for this season, everyone's like starting back with the, the Registeel and the Skarmory. So I put Firefang back on it. It Ooh. eats through Registeel, power up punch, keep munching through, uh, eats Skarmory, eats all the grass types with fire. You just kind of have to look out for the ground, the ground stuff. That's that'll that'll hurt you. Okay. Um, but not a lot of people using fire stuff, so that's the only other thing that she's weak to. That so, is, yeah. that is a I rock like really solid fast argument. Pokemon. Just munch, yeah. munch, 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 munch. It overwhelms <laughs> people. Like I've had so many people swap out from like things that were like I've had people jump out with Altaria because they think maybe it's got ice and they're not looking. They'll swap in their Reggie still, and I'm like, <laughs> excellent. Oh, that's <laughs> the best feeling. So, the classic the blunder. <laughs> Got yeah. I'd like to see some more spice picks or people initiating the spice and not just going Reggie still because they'll get the win. But I think we need, yeah. you know, people need to make that choice. Definitely. I'm yeah. in the same boat that you are, except that I, I'm too competitive to not go meta. So yeah. I'm a meta slave right now. It so it's it's kind of a bummer. It's kind of a bummer. I wish yeah. I could also flex and do some other picks, but I guess I've got Sylph for that. So Yeah, true. Mm. One thing to weigh in on that I wanted to weigh in on is that they have to be careful about like bands and stuff because this mm. season's gonna last a really long time. You know, it's gonna be fifty days. Some people are going to be spending those 50 days preparing for Master League because they weren't prepared the first time. That may mean getting a Registeel, the best buddy. Well, that's yep. Ultra League, but still, the point stands. Or maxing out a Giratina that they weren't going to before mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Spending resources. And then, and then if it gets banned, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then you're like, salt. well, now I just I can't even use it. I think the best answer for like legendary, for the staleness is to introduce the bring six pick three that Sylph Cup uses. 
into into PvP. Yes. Yeah, but how would and you manage that? Loading screen for the one. The row, loading screen row, that it round? sits on. Have yeah. it sit on that for ten seconds. You see their six. You have your six at the bottom. Tap the three you want to bring, and then it goes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I can I get into that. The timing has to it's be like adjusted, main, but yeah, main series Switch has that. It's like got you know forty years for you to stare at their team and pick a <laughs> yeah, pick your own. But it's it's good. It gives it like more actual like it's separating it from that mindset of like oh PvP is just tapping, like having to make a conscious choice of like okay they've got this but that's super effective against mine but this right. kind of like having that more strategic approach I think would be really good. I agree with that, Kyle. It definitely also helps like kind of dilute the argument that luck has a lot to do with it with your initial matchup mm. because you'd be able to see them and potentially, you know, bet against it. Right. Uh, that that element will always be there because it's just kind of how the PvP mechanics are built. It really, really depends on that first matchup. Um, but at least you'd have a say with the with the system you're proposing, Kyle. I like that quite a bit. Yeah. This last one's from Jolt Switch. Pretty frequent writer inner of this podcast. Uh, I'll be honest. We just tough it out. I think this is an answer to the question about uh, very cold weather. People that live in a place where it's all the time. How do they play? How do they survive? Um, I've been out in some pretty rough weather. Walked all night and had frostbite. Whoa. Whoa. Oof. Slow down. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait a second. Um, whoa. <laughs> Don't do uh, that. But I've, slowed, <laughs> but I've slowed down a bit since Roxy and I have a little one on the way. Yeah. Aww. Don't want to have a dab with a bunch of uh, frostbite. Uh, my ability to bare hand my phone in winter probably comes from growing up and working towards being a hockey referee. Something about rinks being colder inside than the temperature outside. Wearing only a hockey jersey material and no gloves being allowed. The negative 40 degrees Celsius at 6 a.m. makes you just deal. Is that right? Oof. Is it negative 40 Fahrenheit and Celsius? Once you go time? negative, yeah. it's the same, yeah. I didn't Wild. know that. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, where, it's, that's where it's the same it's again. It's, you know... Yeah, so. it's been many years since I've had skates on the ice. So my immunity to cold has started to wane. I do walk to work every shift come rain or shine and finishing after 10 p.m. and wanting to go for Go Battle League before COVID-19 had me out later at night before when not editing our podcast. Speaking of Joel Switch's podcast, by the way, he has a show called Pokemon Masters, a Pokemon Go podcast. He was talking to me about it before and I had him write up a little summary for me to share with you guys because I had to listen and it was pretty exceptional. So the description for their show is two ridiculous potty mouths bringing a critical hit of Pokemon Go news and information from two different perspectives. The hardcore player turned less hardcore but PvP based and the casual shiny wanting perspective. Logic and adultiness are optional. <laughs> have a good one guys jolt switch so it sounds like and it is i can confirm because i've listened to it a more adult oriented show so there you go kind of like when we shot at our friends over at lured up you know great show but you know just bear in mind adult content sometimes bear the swear yes uh so that, man that sounds awful i can't imagine living in a place where it's that cold in the morning yeah, nah. and no especially not at when you get out of work at night that late nah. oh no no, no, no. I'd no be a I would actually be for sure. physically dead if I lived in that <laughs> temperature. <laughs> I would not survive. Physically dead. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Straight up official dead. Yes. <laughs> Confirmed for dead. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, keep it up, Jolt Switch, and uh, good luck on your show. It's been great so far. And thanks for writing in. If you, dear listener, would like to send us an email to have it read at the end of the show, just like these previous two emails we just read, you can send it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Dot com. You can also visit our website at gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter 
at GoCast Podcast. Like us on Facebook, the GoCast Podcast. If you want to help support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Little as $1 a month gets you access to our Patreon-exclusive Discord, where we hang out and talk about Pokemon Go way more than we probably should. <laughs> but that's okay. That's a sin I'm willing to bear for the rest of my life. Yes, buddy. Uh, or if monetary support's not your thing or it's just not in the cards for you, you can always leave us a review on iTunes and slash or Stitcher or Apple Podcasts or whatever you have to be listening on. Uh, please do. It helps us out immensely. Now, Zoe... Yeah. Uh-huh. Where can people find you? Where can the good Poke Denizens find you? <gasps> Hello, Pokey Peeps. Uh, pretty much literally everywhere. I have managed to snag the uh, handle Zoe Two Dots, Z O E T W O D O T S, uh, except for Twitter, which is underscore Zoe Two Dots. So, I mean, if you search it, I should pop up regardless. But yeah, you can find me over on Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, uh, all that good, good stuff. Do you know the Zoe Two Dots that has your Twitter username? I've seen their account and they tweet like once every four months, so they're not considered inactive oh. and I can't snipe the handle. But I'm just oh. hoping one day they get sick of it and they, they just change it. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, no. Just, yeah. you know, play, play the long game. Just be patient, you know. Exactly. I'm like, one day they'll be like, why do I keep getting tagged in all this stupid Pokemon stuff? And one they'll just day. get tired and they'll give up. Yeah. Yeah. And then I won't notice and then someone will like steal the tag and then try to bribe me to buy it or something. Like, ha ha, give me <laughs> <Yeah>. all your shinies. <laughs> something, something dumb like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, it's the end of the show and we have a, a custom where we set goals that are way too high for us. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, Sounds and like that's, my kind that's of goal. Nature. Absolutely. Well, Zoe, we'll save you for last. How about that? You got some time sure. to, to think about what you want to accomplish for over the next six months before we have you back. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Kyle, what about you for the upcoming week? What are you thinking? Okay, well, I need to max out my Dust Noir. Okay. That's going to happen. Hopefully I remember. Maybe I'll do it right after the show. And we have that Genesec special research happening this week. We do. Looking forward to taking part in that, whatever that's going to entail, and completing it. Hopefully before we next record. Hopefully it shouldn't be that big a deal. We'll see. So can I just write down Genesect? Do you want to catch a Genesect? Yeah, sure. That's that that'll be the end goal of that. Okay. Um anything else? No, I think that's gonna be it for now. Okay. Max Dusk Noir and catch your Genesect. Sounds pretty good. What about Ninkata, man? Look, I got my fingers crossed that they're going to be crawling all over the place, but (laughs) given the current situations, I'm just going to be, you know, dealing with it as it comes. Okay. Maybe it'll be like the Mankey of Incense. That would be fantastic because I need like 300 and some odd candy. Sweet baby Jesus. Okay. (laughs) That'll be fine. Okay. Well, uh, for myself, pretty easy. I need to max my Butterfree from last week. I didn't. I'm going to max a B drill because now I'm behind one Pokemon after the first Pokemon I had to choose. Wow, this is great already. Uh, And I want to catch Genesect. And that's it. I think that's also going to be I'm going to be rather conservative. I would put Tortuga back on this list. But the week I didn't last week, guess when I hatched a stinking Tortuga (laughs) this week? Yeah. I was yelling at my phone. I did as well. So congratulations, Kyle. Uh, After 100 eggs. Dude, that's brutal. (laughs) Yeah, it was it was something else. Oh, that's not so. All right, Zoe. Yes. 
Okay, six month goal. So got got plenty of time to work on it. <laughs> it doesn't I think, actually have to be six months. Well, I mean, we'll see. Well, maybe I can be like the time challenge. If I get it done, you know, percentage based before that, then I get like extra gold stars. I don't know. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. feeling distant. Oh, this is gonna be hard because I was like distance badge, all the travel and stuff, and the safaris. I get so many tra- No. Um, so it's all going to have to be egg-based distance trades, but I want to get my Ooh. distance trades up to 200 million kilometers. Oof. Just to, <laughs> you know, oh my God. 200 million. I'm currently just, I'm just going to round up because I'm basically there, 140 million at the moment. So oh my good golly should gosh. Should be fine. Um, sure. if my friends are willing to keep hatching eggs, I don't know. <laughs> um, and then I want to just take more AR photos. I've noticed I've been I've been slipping. I've been featuring a lot of AR photos and stuff in my videos, but myself I haven't been taking as many as I used to, and I love it. So yeah, need okay. To get some more spice photos. So those two for you. You want to get your pilot mm-hmm. medal to two hundred million and mm-hmm. take more AR photos. Yeah, maybe like make it you know one AR photo a week, so there's a measurable thing. Oh, all right. Empirical data. Yeah. All about it. <laughs> All right, let's make a spreadsheet. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Hold me accountable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we try to do that here. I, I organize my data as much as I want, but sometimes you just don't hatch the right thing, you know? Yes. But anyway, that's it for this week, everybody. Zoe, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you both. I appreciate it. Quite appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Uh, if you guys have not already, and if you haven't picked up on it, we think Zoe's great, and you should definitely go check out her content. Again, I'll have everything linked in the show notes. That's it for 85. Looking forward to 86. See you guys then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.